All right, on this episode of the podium, we have the Bud Man, Buddy Antonez, JGR Suzuki. How you doing, buddy? Doing good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, appreciate you always coming on when we ask. And um, we're uh, just done with A2 as we're recording this. Um, you know, how you feeling about it so far? <clears throat> A2 was uh, not the best for us. I think Chad <laughs> getting fit in the, in the last main... Uh, saved a little bit for us but all in all you know a2 could have been better yeah yeah i think that was a a rough one for a lot of different people it's just that that uh format is so different and it just, i think it throws everybody off their game a little bit i like the format the racing racing was good it, it usually is and I, I think the change they they made to it this year was making them all the same length versus mm-hmm. uh kind of pyramiding up I think it, it was a good change um, just for us in particular on the night. It just uh, could have been better. Yeah, We're going to have those nights, but that's uh, how we rebound from there, and we'll be out swinging in Oakland. Absolutely. Well, let's get to the podium. So I gave you the topic of your three toughest competitors. I mean, you, you race Supercross. You race Arena Cross. A uh, lot, of, lot of tough competition throughout your career. It's probably hard to narrow it down, but what, what would be your third toughest competitor that you in your mind at the moment? Well, you know, the third toughest competitor for for me um, was probably Denny Stevenson. Um, had some good battles with him. He was always there um, and, you know, had some strong years. But uh, I, I knew at the end of the day, in those longer races, I could wear him down. <laughs> okay. In a ring across. Yeah. So, so you, uh, you, you were definitely out-trained him, you believe. I out-trained him, I believe, but, you know, there there were some times where, you know, Denny went so fast, and obviously him, you know, winning a, a, an East Coast championship, you know, he, he had the skills and all that, but, um, you know, and, and there was some banging with us at times, but for the most part, it was always pretty clean. You know, the one year in particular, he was a teammate of mine on, uh, on Suzuki's, and we just, we went at it the whole year, and then he, and he uh, brought it down to, you know, last race. Right. It was, it was definitely a fun, exciting year. Yeah, that makes it exciting, but probably makes it also, you know, a little bit more stressful on the rider for you. But but for the fans, that was a hell of a year. Um, mm-hmm. All right, well, let's mm-hmm. move on to number two. Who's your second uh, most tough, your toughest competitor? Uh, you know, are we keeping this all professional, too, or can we go into the amateur? No, amateur, anything you want. Toughest, toughest of your racing career, amateur or pro. Okay. okay. Well, um, you know, number two was it was definitely uh, keeping in the ring across world is with Mad Mike Jones. Oh yeah. Uh, you know he just you especially in the in the in the dash for caches and in <laughs> some of the races you just knew he was going to he's going to do everything. You know uh, he was always racing for paychecks, which a lot of us were, but um, you know he he seemed to always uh, bring that intensity. And, and if you knew he was behind you. Um, you know, hold on sometimes, you know, it's going to be, <laughs> it was going to be bar banging for sure. And, and, you know, that's what you loved about it too. And, 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 you know, what, what I really loved is, is if he could get the upper hand in situations, a lot of times he's bigger, but you know, when I would get him back every once in a while, you know, it'd be uh, one of those deals where, yeah, I finally put one to him finally, you know, so <laughs> yeah. it was far and few in between, but, but, you know, it always felt a little sweeter when you did cause he had, he had the rep and had the name 
that mic and right. you know it was going to be physical. So at the time when you knew that he was going to be that physical and that aggressive, did that aggravate you? Was he one of the guys that was you know was kind of annoying to you? You know, it didn't aggravate me at all, to be honest okay. with you, because, you know, he, he, he wasn't so much dirty, you know, wasn't cross-jumping or anything like that, you know, or any, he just knew it was going to be physical. He knew he was going to put everything on the line to, uh, one, either get his job done or, um, you know, two, you know, you were you were going to have to, to fight tooth and nail for the whole, the whole thing. And if it was coming down to the last lap, especially in a dash for cash, you better hold on to everything you got. <laughs> you got to make that money. I, yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something mm-hmm. that I, I kind of I liked about the Arena Cross series. I mean, that you know, that was a pretty cool part of the, the series back then. It was very cool. And, and you, if you heard the Dash for Cash go over $1,000, <laughs> um, everyone started, you know, sweating a little bit more on the line because everyone knew how physical it was going to be. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> In the good old days. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's jump right into your number one most uh, toughest competitor you've raced against. For decades, Acherby's has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories. With research and development, they continue to be on the top step of the podium each year. With products that fit perfectly, look amazing, and last, Acherby's is what you need. Acherby's is the proud sponsor of Factory Red Bull KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and many more teams. If you're looking for full plastic kits, individual pieces, disc guards, chain guide sliders and blocks, frame guards, gear, or any other of the numerous products Cherbys offers, visit acherbysusa.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and Brian and the crew will take care of you. Make sure to let them know that the Moto X Pod show sent you. Toughest competitor, it's been, I'm, I'm going a little, my amateur career could started and, and, and taught you about taught me about tough competitors yeah and, and the grit of everything early on and, and and all that was was Brian Swink you know me and him um, used to go at it all the time obviously you know things weren't as physical back in your amateur days racing but um, you know I still recall and I've said this many times uh, a battle me and Swink had in <clears throat> in Tennessee and and um, I think we wear each other's, uh, tires out rubbing into each other and, <laughs> and, you know, um, it just was a lot of fun, um, with Brian, he brought that, you know, that race face to the line that sometimes was intimidating and, um, you know, you knew, you knew you were in for a good battle whenever he, he lined up. And like I said, it was something that, uh, racing against Brian early on, mm-hmm. you know, help, help, help cut your your chops and your, and your, your teeth for what's to come in the future. And, <clears throat> you know, so always respected Brian, had a big rivalry with him early and, uh, you know, taught me a lot about racing. And did you get along with him as an amateur? Like, I mean, you go to Loretta's or anything like that. I mean, would you guys hang out at all? Or So we didn't, we didn't talk as all at all as amateurs. Okay. Um, you know, it just, that kind of was our thing. And then, once we both turned pro, you know, um, and at the races, then we started, you know, hanging out and talking more. Um, so it was kind of weird how that, that worked. Yeah. And that's why it was such a, <clears throat> such a tough competitor, such a, a tough rival. Um, yeah. because it went through the stages of, you know, kind of having that kind of thing with each other early on where, um, you know, uh, you know, there were there were times when you know, Kawasaki was bringing 
Brian out to race me at Golden States, and yeah, you know, so this is, is you know, he's coming, and you know, you better be ready for this weekend. He's going to beat you, you know. <laughs> just it was just a tough, tough deal, you know. And, sure. And, and you know, when he came to California, usually I had the upper hand, and then you know, we got back to Tennessee and some of those other tracks. It you know, it um, you know, definitely times he he got the best of me. Right. I find it to be a real interesting dynamic with the kids and amateurs, especially like in the, you know, the 65s, 85s. Um, like, there's so much pressure on these kids today, and I'm sure there was back in your day too. Um, but then, you know, they, they got to go compete against each other. But the group coming up right now seems like most of them are pretty good friends. I know Jet Reynolds and um, uh, Ryder D and uh, Carson Mumford, like they're buddies. You know, and it's kind of interesting, you know, because like the the Villapotos and Alessis yeah. hated each other, you know, but they're still kids. It's so, yeah, it's kind of hard to find that line, I would think. Yeah, I think some of that victim is, is there's so many public tracks for all these guys to ride with, though they see each other a lot more. Yeah, uh, makes sense. And so, you know, they're around each other. You know, me and Brian Swink, we only seen each other at the big races, or okay, yeah, you know, yeah. when he came out for it. So, you know, there wasn't as much time to, um maybe hang out, see each other and, and it, you know, at the track and, you know, for, you know, you know, days, few days at a time or a few sure. days a week and, you know, maybe develop something over time, you know, and, um, I still hear the little rivalries in, in amateur racing, you know, I, 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 you know, when I was around it with, uh, some of these younger kids, it was there. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, I just, I mean, like I said, they're, they're, there's they're young kids and you, you think of them like in my mind like they should be going out and playing and riding bicycles and hanging out and but then they're also have jobs to compete against each other so yeah that's it's interesting but I, I hope that um i hope that most of those kids can stay friends as they move up into the to the big pro big bikes pros and all that and i find i just think it'd be a lot yeah. more fun to to have those guys yeah. to have somebody to kind of ride with and actually enjoy it i think so too and i think some of them some people, as you know, have to have that where they don't like the guy to be yeah. able to be competitive True. with them. And and some, you know, they can switch it on and off, you know, and, and, and that's the way it should be because at the end of the day, these, uh, you know, you look at, you know, take all the way back from me and Brian and we're racing each other on 65 all the way through, you know, professional. So you're around these people for years and years. And so, you know, um, you know, if the person is in a complete, jerk you end up you know developing a friendship with them you know so um you know and and ultimately you know we say the motocross family and and it is an extended part because you you spend so many weekends and days throughout the year together absolutely or around each other definitely definitely well buddy thanks man for coming on tonight um i I appreciate it i know you've had a busy weekend and you're gonna be back to a it's it's just a busy time of the year for you it's taking a few minutes for us time of the year it's it's getting right right back into it and we're starting to get our 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 groove with all the travel and what goes on during the week so that's that's good when that starts to happen yeah um yeah and 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 thanks for having me and what's what's the next race you're going to uh dallas be the next one dallas and houston um denver and hopefully vegas Wow, that's awesome! You got a little more schedule this year. You get a little bit of the travel life going. Yeah, and and I'm loving it. I mean, I just it's hard coming back to a nine to five <laughs> on Monday when you're tired. But the same for everybody else, I guess. You guys have have to be at the test track early, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, we're back at the shop, bright eyed, bushy tail on on Mondays. Not all the time, but every once in a while. Right. 
Well, yeah, well, we'll, we'll see you in Dallas, and um, that'd be the first of the East Coast races that I make, so uh, looking forward to it. Perfect. Me too. We'll see you then. Okay, buddy. Thanks, bud. All right. See ya. See you, bye. Buddy Antonez, the podium.